And what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Bear Down Sports Association Podcast, episode 138 today. Your host, TJ Sparrow, joined alongside me, Commissioner Brandon Kurtzman, for the Week 4 Basketball Recap, Week 5 Basketball Preview. Kurtzman, how are we doing tonight? I'm good. Uh, I just got done playing a flag football game. Uh, it was a fun experience now playing quarterback for the first time in a while. Listen, I know people are asking about film, asking about stats. Listen, it was Thanksgiving weekend. Had a lot of shit going on. Went to Knicks game on Friday. Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving Eve, bear down on Friday, on, on Saturday. Um, having some technical difficulties with the uh, film crew and getting me the film. iPhones are not cooperating correctly. I promise you, I am working on the situation. All film will get out. Just stop asking me. It'll get out. <laughs> like I'm not, like I'm not withholding the film from you because I don't, because I, I don't have the film. So um, I'm sorry about that. I will get everything out as soon as I have it in my hands. I will get it to you. I promise. With that being said. Week four, good week, four games. A um, couple really competitive games, uh, one blowout. Start with um, Black Air Forces, 66-54 win over the locals. Uh, Black Air Forces, man, they just feed off their crowd. Uh, Kyle Bradshaw's a monster. Jesse came again, played very well. Starry played well. I just think that this game, this team is a grinded-out team all season. They're going to be playing in a lot of close competitive games, high-leverage situations. Um, play really good defense. I just worry that they're they lack scoring punch. Um, if their defense is failing them or a team is hitting big shots, I their offense. I'm not sure if their offense is able to hang with a team like us or a team like Bad Boys or a team like DFA. Just teams that are able to really put the ball in the basket. Um, not that they struggle to score, but they have kind of played in the low 60s, mid 60s, while a lot of other teams are playing in the high 70s, low 80s, sometimes even higher than that. So um, Black Air Force picks up another big win against the locals, gets to 4-0 in the season. They have a huge game this week against DFA. Um, Going to be a very interesting one. What do you think about both these teams? Um, the locals were, they fought back on two separate occasions in this second half um, where I picked them to win this game. Yes, you I did. thought they were, they were my, my upset alert pick. Um, I got there at the beginning of the second half, so I caught the second half of it. Um, the Black Air Force, they were in control for most of it. They looked the same way. They always looked athletic. They looked like they were kind of getting whatever they wanted. Then on a few separate occasions, locals made a run at it. They cut it down to, I think it might have got to single digits at a point, like a six-point game at a yeah. point with like 11 or 10 minutes to go in that second half. And then Black Air Force has picked it back up. Um, I like Black Air Force. So I need to see them against a little bit you know, of the tougher teams, like you said. And as for the locals, I think that was a game they could have won. Yeah. Um, it's too much, a little bit too much isolation, not enough ball movement, too much, you know, dribbling, in my opinion. Like, got to move the ball, got to cut. Um, and when you're playing against a team, I guess that's a little bit more athletic. You got to slow the game down. I would have maybe gave them a different, a different look. They kind of go, like, they go to that 2-3 zone, the locals, but it's not like a good zone. They're not playing a good zone. They're playing a lazy 2-3 zone. Okay, so they're just playing more because they're tired and can't be playing. Yeah, like, like they're that. playing a lazy zone. They're not playing like a, a hard a hard 2-3 zone where people mm -hmm. are rotating and moving and trapping. and It doesn't look like that. So, like, when I say give them a different look, if you're going to play zone, play good zone. Don't yeah. play like a stale-ass zone that's super easy to pick apart. And, you know, because it's zone, no one rebounds in zone because everyone just kind of stands there. Everyone's standing and watching rather than moving and boxing out, guarding a man. So Yeah, and I think that at the end of the day, that's just effort and giving effort on the defensive end, especially a team that um, can definitely go hot and cold shooting the basketball. Um, 
we've seen the locals kind of light it up, and we've also seen them struggle to score the basketball. I think Dave does a good job running the offense. I think he needs to cut down on his turnovers a tad. Yeah. But um, I think he's just kind of getting back into basketball shape. I expect a better Dave coming back the rest of the season. He's very bought into the league. Um, they didn't have their big in this one. That could have maybe given uh, Black Air Forces some problems, but I think the locals team is definitely a team on the rise. They're looking, they look like they're they're better. But I need to see better than the beginning of the season. But I need to see more effort on the defensive side of the ball, like you said, playing a lazy zone instead of playing um, or play a much stricter zone. Get some traps going, mix up looks, just to make guys really have to think more on the other side of the ball. Um, Black Air Forces picks up a big win though. No, uh, the, just the way they like it, slow, gritty. Get out a little bit in transition. Um, big matchup next week against DFA. So, Huge. Um, or tomorrow, I should say. Well, today, actually. I like Black Air Forces going forward. I need to see a little bit more from the locals. Yeah, I agree. Um, other game, UDH against the Pan. Uh, mm. Two 0-3 teams. Kind of seasons on the line. Um, you're shaking your head here. I think I know why you're shaking your head. I'm going to shake my head and think of the same thing. Not impressed with UDH. Oh, no. I'm shaking my head at the Pan. Oh, I'm shaking my head at Because the way, the way they blew the game. They did blow the game. Yeah, they completely blew the game. They were up six points. With what? With like, two minutes left, I think, or something like that. A little, Maybe over two. Who had big shots? Timeout, then Oliva three, and then another three, I forget. But they just, or it was a nine-point game, and they cut it right down to three. Like, yeah, they were just, yeah. they let up back-to-back threes out of a timeout, the pen. Like, they should have came out and said, yo, defense wins us this game. We shouldn't even have to score another point. We should just lock in defensively yeah. and let that I take care of it. And that. and that's not at all what happened. It was the exact opposite. They came out sloppy, hit two threes. Um, as for UDH, I, you say not impressed. I'm not impressed because I, nothing against the pen. And, like, I like some of their players, like Conforth. Uh, Sal is a, real, is a good big who gets a lot of rebounds. And they got a bunch of pieces. Venetia's a pretty good shooter. Uh, I like Kevin Walsh's game, too. But I felt like, I don't know, I just felt like... Uh, you have Kyle, you have Brandon. Um, you need to win that game a little more convincingly. I feel like I feel like you had better basketball players on the court. Um, that's something against the pen. They might have guys that ended up that were playing in high school or whatnot. But Kyle and Brandon are two guys that were, have been playing basketball their whole lives in terms of like working out and getting better at the game. And I expected a little bit better out of all, a lot of the guys on this team. Um, but like you said, they came out under two minutes, down six, or in a in a in a bind where they needed to save their season because falling zero four is just not a recipe for success if you're going to make the playoffs. And they come out with a big win. Um, I do think Brandon played well. Um, I think Kyle played well. I just think that I expected a little bit more out of them. And if they're going to move forward and get some more wins, they're going to have to play more cohesive ball. A lot of ISO, I feel like, on that team too. Feel like they lack some ball moving from time to time. Um, I feel like they need to figure out their lineups too. Yeah. I feel like they need to know, figure out what they're doing. Like, there's a lot of times they go away from stuff that works. Like, stop going away from stuff that works. Make make them stop you. Mm-hmm. Make teams stop you. Like, no disrespect to Nick Sarov. Nick Sarov is guarding fucking Kyle Paris. What are we doing? Space out. Like, like, call a spade a spade. Space out. Sarov is Sarov, first off, first text. no, first off, first true, no, first off. Kyle Paris hits her off with a pump fake, stutter step, goodbye, layup. Why? Because Sarov's not fast enough to guard him. Yeah. Sarov could guard, Kyle Paris could score down low. Sarov could put a body on him down low. On the perimeter, absolutely not. Kyle's a mismatch for most people on most nights. Yeah, yeah. Like, go to him. 
Every time they ran pick and roll, every time they threw the ball down to the block, they got good looks. Stop going away from it. Stop going isolation ball, trying to get a spin move bucket. Like, move the ball. Um, I don't know the name. Guy on, guy on their team played really well for them. Came back in the game, started playing really, really well for them. I think his name was like Ty or Tyler or something. Yeah. Sorry, I apologize for not knowing your name. But he played really well. Um, he gave them life. He had a few tough contested mid-range jump shots in this game uh, down the stretch. But, uh, you know, they got on the board. That's a good thing for UDH. Yeah, they got on, they got the on the air, board. The air. But I honestly think the Pan lost it more than UDH won it in this game. Okay. And for the Pan, that's just... That that's a very devastating loss. Yeah, especially because the pan like if things go different way, they could be looking at two and two because they played Drox team to a one point loss. Another game that they blew, they were up in that game with less than a minute to go, and then this game they blow a six point lead with under two minutes to go. So, um, the pan have definitely shown they've been able to compete with some teams, but um, tough sledding in this uh, in this world as they fall to zero and four. Uh, next game we'll talk about is DFA against Waiver Wire Warriors. Mm. Honestly, this game was dominated by Chris Johnson. Um, this game was dominated by Ralph McFadden shooting the ball. Ralph McFadden also shot the ball a lot, but I want to talk <laughs> about the winning team first. Uh, Chris Johnson was electric on the quarter. I, I don't have the stats yet. I just got the film from Chris literally just as we were recording, being to record. Uh, Chris Johnson might have had 35. On a crazy shooting percentage too, because he was won his teammates over too. Yeah, oh, definitely won it. Definitely won his teammates I over. I heard. I heard his bench saying CJ's tough. Yeah, I mean CJ was definitely tough in this game. It was a good game for CJ to kind of get it going. He'd honestly been a pretty efficient player stats wise through the first couple weeks. Um, DFA definitely didn't have a lot of guys, so a lot of guys saw way more playing time in this game. Um, Deshaun honestly took a little bit of a backseat in this game. They kind of let Chris do his thing. Uh, Jalil, I feel like, didn't do anything crazy. They were all kind of facilitating, letting Chris kind of just do his thing out there. Um, Coming off of the big loss to us, you expected DFA to come in a lot more prepared, ready to go. They got a a favorable matchup against a waiver wire Warriors team that is, uh, for lack of a better term, still trying to figure out how to move the ball and pass the ball. Um, Feel like uh, if they move the ball a little better, I know there are definitely players that are better than other players on that team. But no one on the team is, like, incompetent. So I think they just need to do a better job moving the ball and also crashing the glass. Uh, I feel like they were getting out-rebounded. This is also another game that turned into an all-star game with, like, 13 minutes to go. Yeah. Not a lot of defense being played later in the game. Uh, final score was 100-81. to DFA gets the victory. Um, Ralph McFadden took a, took, has the record for most shots attempted in the game. I have to imagine he has the record. To. Um, I'd like to see Jamal be a little more... Uh, aggressive. A little more aggressive shooting the ball because, like... No offense to Ralph McFadden, but... No, I Jamal, understand Ralph Jamal, was getting buckets, but, like, yo... He was getting buckets everyone, later. Everyone's got to touch the ball. Yeah. Everyone's got to touch the Basketball ball. Basketball just plays... It, it looks better. It, look, it looks better, and you probably play better when everyone's touching it. Everyone's getting into a rhythm. Bench is into it. Need more energy. Um, last year's waiver Wire Warriors team went, like, two or... got two or three wins on that team. I'm not sure if the league's a little better or if that waiver Wire Warriors team is a little better. But I do think this team has players with Jamal, Ralph, and Mark Kokoda kind of being like their big three. Um, they have Big Rob, who's a big body. Mark couldn't hit a shot in this game. Mark couldn't hit. Literally couldn't hit a shot. Um, Mark's better than that. Yeah, gonna, way better than he's that. Gonna hit, he's going to hit shots going forward, I expect, for them. Um, I just think that they need. We, we keep harping on it every week. They need to move the ball. They don't move the ball enough. Mark is definitely winning willing passer, and Jamal is for sure a willing passer. Jamal's just trying to play his game. I think he should be a little more aggressive and shoot some more because he's probably the best player on that team, and I think he needs to uh, 
assert himself a little more if they're going to get some wins. Um, but the overall message to them is move the rock. As for DFA, when you have a full team, make sure you have set rotations and kind of figure out how you want everyone to get their minutes. Obviously, some players get more minutes than others, but you got to figure out ways to get everyone in the game and maximize their potential in the game to the fullest. Um, not much else really to talk about this game. Just it was a good win for DFA and waiver wire warriors honestly they cut it to like 11 with like seven to play 11 with seven to play it was 11 with seven to play or eight with seven to play yeah it wasn't it, and they, they cut it to eight actually and then i told joe dell to call a timeout there was no timeouts call i was like yo go get some of these guys back in the game maybe you can make a push right here cut it to like they five didn't. six didn't do it three ball then you call the timeout after three yeah, put it back did. to like yeah. 14 it wasn't it it wasn't it um but that's what happens when you don't play yeah, together. I, I think we just got to move the ball. Yeah, sure, I move the ball. All right, last game of Tuesday's slate. Was a great one. Honestly, best game of the day. TTG versus Blue Steel. Mm. Uh, a game that I believe we both picked Blue Steel. Or did you pick Bobby? I think I picked Blue Steel. Yeah, I think you did. I think I picked Blue Steel. Oh, no, I might pick TTG, honestly. Yeah, I lied. Someone came up to me and said, good pick. So I think oh, I picked okay. uh, TTG. Um, I honestly didn't get to watch the second half of this game. I had to start. I had to do the the clock for the other court. That was the first game of the day. TTG versus Blue Steel. First half was electric though. Dennis was getting busy. Um, uh, what's it called? Uh, I thought Bryce Ballou was playing a really good game, just crashing the glass, being a very assertive. Um, Bobby just still got a, got a, got it going a little bit, but it's been a way different by Marquez than we've seen. Missed layup in crunch time. Doesn't hustle back. Takes himself out of the game after. So unlike him. Yeah. MVP. We, talk, we say it every week. Former yeah. MVP candidate. Was averaging 40 a game, basically. Um, it, luckily, this year, he has teammates that are able to pick him up and really lead them to victory. Um, but Jahi played a good game. Is that their big guy? No, it's Jared the, Pearson. He, who, Jared was a bit, Yeah, Jared. He's been on the, the Instagram a Jared times is good. Already. Yeah, Jared's great inside the lane. I like... Yeah. I, I'm not, this is nothing against your game, Jared, if you're listening. I hate when you shoot because you're so he's dominant. Unstoppable when you get, to the basket. You're basically what I say to Anthony Davis David. when he's playing for the Lakers. <laughs> AD Stop shooting, shooting that ball. Get to the rack and make. He's layups. unstoppable at the you're, rim. He's unstoppable. Especially in this game where Blue Steel, like no offense to Dom, no offense to Dom wasn't in enough. That was my criticism with them. Dom was coming off of COVID, couldn't play a lot of minutes. I think yes. Yeah, so I told Dom after the game was like, I think I think you need to be in a little bit more. Yeah. I think they need to have you protecting the paint. I love Ronit. Ronit doesn't protect the paint like Dom does. No, Dom's also got what four inches probably saying. on Ronit and a little bit of a wingspan. Yeah, I imagine too. Ronnie played great in this game. Uh, was finishing layups again. Um, I just think for Blue Steel, and I think this is what we're going to say on the podcast all year about them, it's just that like at times it becomes iso ball. And I get it because Dennis was hitting shots and really for the most part was keeping them in the game. He was hitting shots. But um, I just need to see that ball move a little more because not that Majid, I don't think Majid shot enough. I think he shot a good amount of shots. Um, and Dennis definitely had it going, so you defer to the hot hand, especially when you have a team that has a bunch of flamethrowers on it. Um, just need to see a little a bit more ball movement. Uh, also, better rotations by that team. Yeah, like get more stops on defense. I think that team definitely needs to Let Zach Moran shoot one in crunch time. Big shot from Zach. Um, I think they need to figure out their, their, their subbing, too. Um, both teams, I feel like, need to figure out their subbing. Both, I think both teams came out with some weird lines. I feel like, times. and I feel like, if you're subbing guys like, like possession by possession with like a minute left, it's like 
who's going to be your final five. You kind of got to, you know, define roles a little bit better on that team. Yeah, and I think as the season goes on, teams will definitely look to define, like, who's really in their crunch time five. But you got to know because, especially when you're playing, like, TTG's playing Blue Steel, like, you have to go into that game knowing, all right, unless someone's, like, really on fire, this is who we're playing in the final five. Like, it's usually your starters in reality. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, I just think both these teams, I like, still like both these teams going forward. TTG moves to 2-2 two two on the season. Blue Steel falls to 2-2 two two in the season after a two-game win streak after opening opening day loss. Um, still, I, I believe we both still like these teams going forward. I think TTG showed us a little something that they were able to uh, pick up a big win in a high-leverage situation. Blue Steel, after picking up a huge win against Harvard Height the previous week, falls in a tough one. Um... I think just to find roles a little bit more and uh, get those rotations set for both those teams, I think we'll see both those teams in the playoffs. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, all right. That was the – we only had four games last week. We did not play on Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody in the league. Very true. Um, hope everyone enjoyed it with their families. All right. Tuesday slate, Thursday slate. Let's get these uh, – wow. What? Really only 16 minutes. We're already through four games. Yeah, well, four <laughs> no, games. Yeah. So four games. I don't know. I know. All right, here we go. Tuesday. It's different than the football league. It is different. Like, the football league, it's like key plays, like a key matchup, a key player. Yeah, it's, it's different. True. It's different. No, it's it's, it's just more analyzing. It's like, yeah, he got buckets, they didn't hit shots, game over. And I think, yeah, listen, basketball is definitely a way more simple, a simpler game than football for sure. Like, did you make shots? Did, did you defend? Yeah, like, it, there's definitely not, not blown coverages, not... Oh, he ran the wrong route on this play, or and that's why I threw he a wasn't or... he wasn't pulling flags all day, so we ran at him. Different, definitely different. 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 Um, yeah. All right. <laughs> let's uh, let's get to the week five preview. We have uh, f- six games on the slate. We'll start with the Tuesday slate that is today. Um, Blue Steel against the locals. Um, in this game, I think that if Blue Steel is not hitting shots at the level they've been hitting the last two games. The locals are definitely a team that could play with them because they also hit shots. But if you listen to the podcast over the last 16 over the last 16 minutes when we talked about the locals, the one thing we said is when they go to their 2-3 zone, Stinks. it's very lazy and they allow open shots and this team just got a bunch of sharpshooters. They got Maji. You can't Dennis, sit there and dogs. hope that people miss in this league. No, because the players in the league are too good. good. Yeah. They're too good. They'll hit another, they'll, if they miss two in a row, I bet you that guy's hitting a third if he's a good player. Yeah. Um, Blue Steel needs to take dominance in this game, come out hot, come out with energy. And honestly, I think that they should be able to handle this one easily. The locals have been very gritty this season outside of the week one game to us. Dave gives them life. He gives them energy. He gives them a leader on the court and on the bench when he's sitting. Um, This game has been played a lot of times. This is a Geik Park game. Yeah, these so, two. Yeah. This, this game has been played in different forms. A lot forms. of Yeah, a lot of Aubergine. This game's been played in different forms. Um, different, you know, maybe a few different guys on each squad. But yeah, this game, course. this game has been played. Um, everyone knows everyone on the court for the most part. Everyone knows what everyone can do. I'm nervous for the locals in this one. This is if you lose this, you're you're in trouble. Yeah, they gotta come out hot. I just think I think energy for I think whichever team comes out hotter, energy doesn't have their head down early in the game is gonna. Put themselves in a good opportunity to win. I just think you got to come out with game seven mentality defense if you're the locals. Yeah, you have to you have to sell out defensively in this game Run if you want to keep it close. Force them to make you, tough contested jumpers. You got to play defense in this one. You're not going to outscore them if you just hope it's you know you're going to get into a track meet. You're going to outscore them. You're going to outshoot them. Probably not going to happen. Work through like you know you, they go to Catronio down low. He gets a lot of buckets for them. 
Um, slow it down a little bit. Try to get to the foul line. You know, it's a running clock, so slow the game down a little bit. Use your timeout. Use your timeouts well too. If if it's like a let's say it's it's a two point game with 16 minutes left, and then they come down hit a three. Don't wait. Don't wait for it to get to eight don't or wait ten. For you to miss a three. Yeah, they, they hit another three, one to call a timeout. Like yo, let's talk about it. You know what I mean? Like use your timeout. You get three for the full game. Use your timeouts wisely. I wouldn't use. I would never use a first half timeout unless you absolutely have to. Yeah, to stop a runner, like a, like a long. Unless you absolutely have to. Yeah. Um. I think the locals have their hands full in this one. I'm gonna take Blue Steel. I'm also I'm taking gonna, Blue Steel. I'm gonna take them. Uh, like, honestly, man, like a ten point dub. I think locals keep. Yeah. It, I think the locals keep it. I, I'm gonna say locals keep it somewhat close the entire game. Like, I think it kind of plays out like last week against BFA, uh, like Air Forces. They they kind of they're lingering. They lingering. Make a couple runs. Try to get back in it. Hopefully, they can just hit an extra shot or two. Um, they got shooters. They got guys that can really shoot the ball. So hopefully they come in there. They're hitting shots early so that the energy on the local side can be high. Blue Steel, same thing. Got to come ready to play. Get easier buckets for Blue Steel. I feel like you guys have a lot of guys that can get easy buckets, but we're taking some highly contested jumpers for no reason. Mm. So move the ball. A lot of good basketball players. Next game. One of the games of the week. 4-0 Black Air Forces against 3-1 DFA. Mm. Crowd's going to be wild for this This is a big game. This is a big game. This is black. Listen, I'll say this. This is an energy game. Black Air Force is going to come out with the energy. They're going to have the crowd. Last time DFA played against a team with crazy energy, the Shooters, they got smoked. We ran them off the court because of energy. And we talked to them. We talked. I, well, I talked to a few of the guys on the team about it. Like, yo, you got to bring that energy next time you know playing a big game like this. And this is serious. When talk, this is two teams are playing. This is a big game. I'm interested. In the way Black Air Force has been defending, they've been really good guarding the ball, really good guarding the perimeter. We just talked about CJ played a great game. You're going to have Jaleel, CJ, Deshaun. I imagine Buddy's going to be there. I imagine all their guys are going to be back this week. Yeah. I think this is a statement game for BFA. This is, this um, is, this is, if they, they win this game here, they're in business. Yeah, they beat, if they beat DFA, or I'm gonna, I'll go one step further. If they play a really, really close game, who's at the end, whatever. Um, this is a statement game for BFA because not saying anything, but your schedule has been on the weaker side of things. You haven't played any of the. It's the BAF, top. Black Air Force. It's BAF, not BFA. You I think keep it's saying DFA. DFA? Yeah, it's BAF. BAF. Um, they've played an easier-ish schedule. They've handled business, which is what good teams are supposed to do. But this is a statement game for those guys: Jesse, Sterry, KB, Kyle Bradshaw, KP. I think. Uh, those guys are going to be very happy, ready to go. I think the G League guys bring a crowd. They're going to be energy from the start. They sharp. They're going to be talking shit to you. Got to keep your team level-headed and cool. I think we did a decent job with the refs this week. I talked to them after the day, and they said that was probably one of the better days. Okay. So uh, keep doing that. But uh, I have to take talent here. and bas- I'm saying basketball talent, not mm. athleticism talent. And I think that uh, the best player on the court plays for DFA. And I think this is our Deshaun like thirty ball game. This is uh this is gonna be a very good game. I'm very excited to watch this game. I'm gonna have to take DFA as well. I think Black Air Force keeps it very tight. I think this is a five point game either way. Yeah, I think. I think this is yeah. an exci- very exciting game. Few dunks, few nice crossover buckets, a lot of shit talking to each other respectfully, of course, not to the referees. But um, I think this is this is a game probably game of the week. Black Air Force has to hit shots because we know. 
for the most part, that DFA is going to be hitting shots because they just got a lot of guys that can yeah. get buckets. But I trust the guys like KP, Kyle Bradshaw, and Jesse to power uh, Black Air Forces to either a win or a very close loss. We're both taking DFA, though. Yeah. Um, I just think they have the best player on the court. I agree. Waiver Wire Warriors versus the Shooters. Shooters without some key people in this game, I believe. So we'll be rolling out a... Uh, a Allegedly. lot of minutes, a lot Allegedly. of minutes of me, Augie, maybe some TJ, maybe some Jason. We can't sleep though. No, I think this is a trap game for us. Definitely a trap game with some guys not showing up potentially. Um, we definitely can't come in sleeping because they got guys who can hit shots like Jamal. I expect Mark to play better. Ralph, Ralph we have to come out. We have yeah. to listen. We have to come out and play our same defense. Yeah, our suffocating, in-your-face, communicating defense. Um, I think they keep it close. I think they hit shots. But if we come out with that crazy same defense, then I don't know if they're going to be able to do that. Um, Jamal, I think, is going to definitely look to get his after maybe potentially hearing me tell him to go get his. I think Jamal, um, Jamal can win this game single-handedly. If we're yeah, not, Jamal if we're not on our, no, we're not on and our. That's shit. what it comes down to. But like, like we said, I think we week, need to just keep playing our. We need to keep playing our game. Yeah, yeah. We play our that. game. Play defense. Move the ball. Everyone hit shots. Everyone get involved. And I think yeah. we're fine. I think we're. I think we'll be fine. Uh, Wave wire warriors, like we said, you just need to move the ball. They have to move the ball. They have us. to move the ball better than we do. Because if if you, it, let's call it how it is for every team. If you get into ISO ball against us, we have a lot of defenders that you can't really pick on. We don't have defenders you can really pick on. So we want our best five or five, six is out there. Um, so I think ISO ball will definitely not win you this game. And if you are going to win, you will have to move the ball because we play suffocating man-to-man defense and we get up in your face and we talk a little shit. So I'm taking shooters. I'm taking shooters also. Waiver wire warriors come ready to play. Yeah. Last game of the day. Bad boys versus TTG. Bad boys versus TTG. TTG, TTG coming off a big win. Bad Boys coming off of a bye week did not play. I was shocked. I was like, who are the Bad Boys? And I realized it's the segue. The segue. Bad Boys against TTG. Mm. Um, I like the Bad Boys. I think this is a very competitive game as well. I would. I'm interested to see the matchups. They have a KP of their own. You said correct, or Jared Pearson. Jared Pearson's on TTG. He's their big. He's probably gonna get matched up with KP Kyle Pearson. Is that Kyle Pearson's brother? Are they brothers? I, I don't know, but they're the same. I don't last know. Name. Same last name. They kind of play the same too. They do kind of kind have of play the same. Games. It's a very interesting, very interesting matchup. I like, I do like the matchups in this game. Um, Probably could put Sean on Bobby, get someone on Jahi too. I think it's gonna be a very competitive game, very high intensity. I don't think we've taken. I don't think I've taken uh, TTG one time. You think you're so you're own so you're own for when you bet get, bet on TTG games? I don't think I've taken them one time. I just don't think I've taken them. Oh, well T- then you're two and two then because they're two and two. By Marquez? Yeah, they're not... They're 2-2? Two two. Yeah, they are 2 Yeah, they, 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 you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. I have taken them, I definitely have taken them. Bad Boys riding in uh, a 3-0. Uh, three yeah, 3-0. Um, they think they're the best team in the league, they rightfully so. Think, they definitely think they're the rightfully best team. So. I'm pretty sure they were, first, they were in first place last season, and they're looking the same this, this season. This has game of the week potential. This definitely has I'm, game of the week potential. Who are you calling out in this game? Who do you need to step calling up? Calling out. Who do I need to step up? Honestly, man, all three of the big bad boys, big three of Brandon Stewart, Christian Garcia, and KP have played well every single game, and that's why they are 3-0. Mm. Um, I'm going to call by Marquez. Ooh. Bobby, you were the league MVP at one point. <laughs> or league MVP frontrunner, league MVP nominee. And now you average five. And now you average five points a game through four games. I need better. Mm. I need... You know what? I, I just need, like... 
that locked in Bobby that didn't hear the outside noises. You need just, like you need like twenty five in this game. No, I I need Bobby to just. I just want him. To, I just want to feel his presence during the game. Yeah. Like maybe you're not scoring, but you're creating and you're moving the ball and you're getting other guys involved if your shot's not falling. Um, I do expect Bobby to get it going at some point this season. This is a tougher defensive matchup. This is a team that locks in on defense in the Bad Boys. TTG is going to have to match the intensity and the energy that the Bad Boys always come out with. Bad Boys always are talking. They're always moving the ball. Brand Stewart is a, the most willing passer I've seen in the league, honestly. Um, racking up six, seven assists every game. I think Christian Garcia and KP are going to look to dominate the glass per usual, and that's kind of... Going to be on Jared and Bryce. I think that TTG is going to play a little more two uh, big man lineup to try to stop Christian and KP from kind of dominating the glass. And Al. And Al. Forgot Al. They have to play bigs. Uh, yeah, no, I think they're going to have to play bigs because uh, they have versatile bigs. Like, you can't, like, pick on their bigs on the perimeter because they're very good athletes. Um, it's a game I want to pick TTG, but I think the bad boys are just a little bit better of a team. Uh, I'm excited to see how Bad Boys match up, who they put on who, because there is a five that TTG can roll out that is a very good five that would maybe have someone with a mismatch, and I'm not calling out anyone on Bad Boys or anything like that, but um, I just want to see if TTG goes with like a, I don't know, maybe a small ball where you have got... Mm, I don't think that works. It probably won't work. He's a good dominate on the Yeah, glass. I think you dominate down low. I like bad boys. I think I think like you said, their bigs are gonna have their way. Yeah. I think that the key to this game is is fighting. TTG has to come out and fight. They also can't fight with each other. I see a yeah. lot of hostility on that sideline. They got they got to stay together. Because the bad boys are gonna stay together for sure. Oh, that's, that's a, a good group. Yeah. That's a team that's been playing together for years now, and they play pick up all the time together. Yeah. That's like that, that's a that's a little family they got going over there. Yeah. The nine of them. Who are you taking? Them? Oh, I'm taking the bad boys. I wanted to pick TTG, but I just think the bad boys have the best player on the court. I think that's going to be a theme you'll probably hear from me and TJ. When you're the best player on the court, it's mm. tough to lose sometimes. Tough to lose. All right, Thursday night games. Hard over height versus UDH. Pretty good game. Going to be an up and down game. Going to be up and down. Going to be a lot be, of threes attempted. Yeah, going to be a lot of layups at the rim. I could see a lot Nico of versus KP. That's a matchup. Very interesting matchup. Who's guard Gomes? Uh, probably Oliva. Yeah, Oliva, Shafiq, who's in a... Uh, uh, Brandon I like, Milling we I kinda, got in this game. I kind of like both these this ma these matchups. This is a game where guys have played against each other before. Yeah. Know each other's games. Um, Newsflash is going to come down to who has more shots. Mm. Whoever um, scores more points will win. UDH has had a problem putting the ball in the basket. They did score 74 last week. Um, comes in spurts, though. Comes in spurts. They definitely go on dry spells. A team, like... Hard over height can also score in a hurry. Um, Gomes hopefully back after his uh, in it, uh, the the Majid punch to the face, elbow to the face, forced a broken nose or whatnot. Majid very dirty player. Um, I think that hard over height is better than the record says. If they would have, uh, if they play that game against Blue Steel ten times and Gomes doesn't get hurt for the last eight minutes, could be looking at a different winner in that game. Hardover Height needs this one. UDH also needs this one. This is a winnable game for both teams. Um, I'm taking Hardover Height. Taking Hardover Height. I think we agree on every pick. I mean, it's tough. Basketball league is tough. Basketball league is tough. Upsets are probably harder to come by because the game is just simpler. Like we said, less game planning involved. More just going out there and being the better players on the court. Yeah. Obviously, you have to move the basketball and get everything going, but. 
Um, you definitely have to. Uh, it's definitely le- less complicated to uh, easier. It's easy harder to put up pull off upsets in the basketball league. So we're both on hard over height. Um, would you be shocked if UDH pulls off the upset? I would. Like, what are you saying? The line, I, I, what are you saying the line of this game at? Like five and a half, six and a half, eight and a half, eight and a half, it's eight and a half point okay. spread. Like a plus two fifty money. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not shocked. I think they could come out and hit a lot of shots and win the game. Um, I think Kyle Paris has the potential to neutralize Nico, which is a huge. He has part. to be as active as Nico is. Like he has, like yes, he has to come to the, like he has to come time. to the gym and be like, okay, I'm going to go for every rebound. I'm going to make sure that when Nico touches the ball on the outside, I try. Kyle to, could put a body on him. That's why. Kyle's one him, of the few people who could put a body on. hundred percent. He can definitely match the athleticism, but Nico is an MVP candidate with the stats he's putting up <laughs> so far this season. Um, I think that Jason Gomes is a wizard with the ball in his hands. He makes the right play ten times out of ten. I think he comes back, gets a big win. I got. Yeah, I think, I'm taking hard over height. All right, last game of the slate, nine o'clock. On or nine thirty possibly on Thursday. Not sure on the schedule for Thursday. Um, Showtime versus the Pan. Showtime versus the Pan. Showtime. Um, they Taz. coming off of a bye week as well. They had a bye week. Yeah, they they, as they well. play on Thursdays. Taz coming off a very good game. Um, yeah, Pop City. Good. I saw scoring thirty seven the other day in his other league that he okay. plays in. So, so he's back. I assume he's been out here getting buckets, getting right. I'm nervous about the Pan. I, I hated how they finished the last game against. I think um, I just hate that they could easily be two and two, but instead they're they're zero and four. I think they go to zero and five here. I think Showtime too much talent, too much offensive firepower. The bigs on the Gorky and Boyd and Tone, Gorky and Tony. I think could if they wanted to, they could do whatever they want down low against this. Uh, Let's see how smart Showtime plays. You have a clear well, advantage. Well, that's 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 the thing in this game. They are known. Taz led teams are known to play to the level of their competition. Interesting. <laughs> I mean, I I have to take Showtime. I just think they have more good basketball players. Not yeah. good. Ba- I still always say that wrong. I think they have more talented scorers on their team. Yeah, and in men's league scoring is basically yes. everything. So, um, listen, I like Brian Comforth, and I think if Mike Venezia is hitting shots, he um, can definitely lead them. I need the pan to stop taking these quick-ass pull-up threes. Just a bad possession. You're a team that needs to slow it down, limit the other team's possessions, especially in this game. You have to limit how many times Showtime touches the ball, which means you have to take care of the basketball. You have to make smart decisions with the basketball. And you need to get... Um, uh, fuck, I don't know his name. It, no, because he wears someone else's jersey. He's subbing for him for the year. The kid can't play. Um, Pizak? Mike Pizak, maybe? He's an athletic beast. He needs to uh, definitely have the ball in his hands a little bit more. I think Brian Conforth needs to be taking the most shots on this team. He is by far their best scorer. He had 29 in the game before mm. last against a bad boys team that was definitely giving him all he could handle on the offensive side. Um, Penn, if they're going to win, like I said, need to limit possessions for the other team, need to play good defense, and need to rally on the glass. Okay, They have to. They have to try to neutralize with Gorky. What damage Gorky and Tone are going to do? Because they're going to do damage. There is no doubt about that. If Gorky's not playing point guard, if Gorky's not playing point guard, Gorky likes to be point guard, <laughs> and, pass the ball, and, and, and sit on the outside, top as you highlighted in last this week's podcast. Uh, podcast. Um, I'm taking Showtime. It's hard not to. It's hard to take the pen right now. They're 0 four. I need to see a little more life. You got to prove it to me before I take you. Yeah, that's for sure. Hopefully, they get some uh, better matchups going forward where they could possibly rack up some wins. Um, I think that is all the games on the slate. Not bad. 35-minute podcast. Um, 
follow Do Your Side Off. Make sure you subscribe <laughs> on all YouTube, uh, podcast, whatever platform you listen to it there on. There you go. Very nice. Um, we will see you at the gym on Tuesday for some of you and Thursday for others. Peace. Peace.